Hello, folks. I'm JR. Welcome to the JR Show podcast. And a special little treat for you today. Some, I believe, I forget where I heard this, but Chris Tomlin is the most sung artist on the planet. More than Elvis, more than, like, he, his songs around the world are sung more than any other artist. Myself, Bill Martin, and Carmen had a chance to get in front of Zoom with Chris Tomlin the other day and hit him with questions. And he still uh, told stories like I have never heard before. And uh, you're going to love these. So sit back. Enjoy Chris Tomlin. First question right out of the gate. We uh, congratulated him. Baby number three came the other day. Yeah, the good the good obviously for me was the first time I've ever been home for an entire year. Yeah. And not not, you know, thinking I told everybody I was in forced retirement. And uh that didn't nothing I was looking for. But you know, we kept thinking, well, surely will the summer festivals will happen. Nope. Well, surely my fall tour will happen. Nope. And surely we'll, well, maybe by Christmas, maybe we can do the Christmas tour. Nope. And so I was home. The, I've been home the whole year, and which the blessing of that has been incredible. But also, you realize the what it takes you to as well is when everything's stripped away. That that stripping away of things is the identity of like who you are. Mm-hmm. Is that you have this time of sitting with yourself and like, okay, um, am I just a person who is? Uh, do I get my identity from being on stage and being in front of people and being? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Tomlin or what you're home all year and and just at the house and so it's a it's a it does a great work in you of like what is what really matters and what's really what really is important at the end of the day and I think what a special thing for us has been church believe it or mm-hmm. not just home church mm-hmm. we we started doing that mm-hmm. and we just kind of kept doing it uh, obviously having a newborn we're not our church is open, but we're not going because we have a, a, a you know month old. Mm-hmm. But just being at home and just being that like really pouring into my kids about on Sundays, just worship and faith, and like having to do that and not relying on this other church to do that, but doing it yourself and really pouring in and what it, what what that where that takes you and causes you into. And what you you realize, man, this is a good reset for me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and and great, great. So those are great things that have come for me. We had our biggest night ever yeah. coming. I mean, it was going to be something special. And I'll tell you this because you'll you got you'll appreciate this, yeah. which no one knows. But um, you know, I do a surprise every year having people on stage. And this year, because that this past year in 2020, the tornadoes have just hit mm-hmm. um, Nashville and and taken out most of. A lot of East Nashville. So I thought I'm going to pivot and all the proceeds are going to go to that. And so I want to make this the biggest thing ever. So I said, can I announce you guys instead of being surprises and just like, let's just have the whole place just filled to the rafters. And so I had Florida Georgia line and Thomas Rhett. Mm. They were going to be, they were going to be my guests, my surprise guests, but they're like, no, put me on the post, put us on the posters. Let's do this. And so we, 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 and as soon as we did that, you know, it's like, it's just like wildfire. And I thought, who could be my guest? You're going to love this. Who could be my guest? So I got a hold of Garth Brooks. <gasps> and I said, <laughs> I said, um, hey, I'm doing this for the tornadoes and stuff. And I don't know if you know me. I left a voice text. You love this, Carmen. I was so nervous. I left a voice text because I was like, because Tyler from Florida, Georgia yeah, Line, yeah. I was like, he goes, who else would you like to do this with? And I was like, I mean, the dream would be Garth. Garth. And he goes, well, here's a cell. Just call him. And I was like, uh, oh, my God. So I said, okay. 
So I was like, okay, so I just, so I got my voice text out and I wasn't going to call him. So I just did a voice text. Hey, Garth, I don't know if you, I'm, my name's Chris Tomlin. I don't know if you know who I am um, or my music, but obviously I love your music for a long time. Here's what I do is I, I explain the same. I do this thing every year at Bridgestone, Good Friday, and we bring the church together and have this night of worship. And, um, and we, we give the money away every year. And this year, I know you have a real heart for Nashville and have a heart when people, when things go hard for people. I know you raise a lot of money and this year we're doing it all for the tornado relief. And I thought, I thought, man, it would just be so cool if, uh, if you, if you might want to do that with me and, uh, and just do a song. And I think people would, it would blow people's mind and we could do the dance. We could do the river or whatever. Just me and you on acoustics. Shoot, we could do friends in low like, places. Thanks. We, uh, I should have, I should have, I should have counseled with you. I should have had a consultation. But anyway, he he texts me, so he texts me back, and in a couple, uh, in a couple like a week later, I get a text from Garth Brooks. I was like, oh uh, this is weird. And so I looked at it, and it said, and it just said, oh, you'll love this. So that's I, I need Jr. You to call me this from now on. Yeah. It said Hoss. Hoss. It said Hoss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, said, it, it, it said Hoss. Um, I love what you're doing. I love you. Um, and I am there. <gasps> and so we'd love to help out in any way I can. Um, let's get, as it gets closer, let's connect. Wow. And then the COVID knocked it all the way. So, man, right. Chris, if you don't mind, you got to tell about Mr. Kim because I don't think, I don't think it's been a while since we've heard that story. And I don't know that JR's heard. Just <laughs> you got to tell the story. <laughs> so it's my first fly fishing and I, my, my buddy, uh, I got fish my buddy. His name is my buddy is named Billy Foot. Now you'll remember Billy. You don't remember Billy Foot, but he wrote the song "Amazing Love." How can it be? You, my King, would die for me. He was an early Texas worship leader guy, and he was my friend. And we and he was a big fisherman, so he would take me out. We'd go to the um, San Juan River out in Albuquerque, just past Albuquerque, Farmington, New Mexico. We got there. We would always go in this this year. We go. He goes, man. I think um, I want to get you this guide that I've heard about. I'm gonna go down the river and I'm gonna set you up with this guy. His name is Andy Kim. I was like, okay. And uh, he said, now he's like, he has all these. He just catches. He has like, if you don't catch 22 fish in a day, then it's free. He has this thing, and he said, so you'll catch more than 22. And I was like, I can't imagine catching that many fish like this trout all day. And he said, he just does it. So. We get there, and they, um, he's this um, Asian guy doesn't speak really good English, and he's like, he said, uh, "You go with me." I was like, "Okay." So we 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 come down the river, we get down. Andy's in the. We get in the river, and Jr. He's wearing a whistle, okay. And every time you get a there's a fish on the line, he starts blowing the whistle, so everybody knows this is his marketing. Everybody knows it's down the river that he's got one on. So you should be with him because he blows with the, like fly fishing is the gentleman's sport, right? It's supposed to be quiet. It's everything. He, you can tell he is, people just can't stand it. He's blowing the whistle every time we get one on, just blowing, hollering, like, you know, just look at us. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm, I'm casting and he's, and no lie, he does this. This is in the morning. This is, we haven't got to lunch yet. And he starts going, he, he, I'm, I'm holding the rod and he comes up to my arm. He starts, he starts doing this on my arm. Like this. He goes, you cast like girl, you cast like girl. And I was like, what? He goes, you cast like girl. And, uh, and so I'm just, uh, and, and, and he's still grabbing my, he keeps grabbing my arm and telling tell me to throw it. Every time I throw it, he keeps hitting my arm. You cast like girl. And, I was just, <laughs> and so I get back to lunch and I'm just so frustrated. I'm so mad at this guy. I want to, I want to drown him in the river. And uh, we get up, 
we we get up to the uh, we get back up to the truck. We have our like our lunch at the on the tailgate. Open the tailgate, run the truck, and, and Billy's like, "How'd it go?" And he's standing there. And how's it going? And I said, well, we're catching a lot of fish. I said, but I will not. I'm, I said, I'm done. I looked at him and said, you need to go home. I said, I'm not getting back in the river with you. And um, he said, I said, uh, I said, well, Billy's like, what's going on? I was like, he's, I was like, he's hitting me the entire morning. <laughs> he's, he's hitting my arm. He's karate chopping my arm all morning, saying me, telling me I cast like a girl. And, <laughs> and throwing, and it was just, it was, I'll never forget it. Found out later that Andy's no longer there because he took two guys. He did. He took two guys out, and they <laughs> beat him up in the parking lot like a week later. And uh... <laughs> oh no! Because Jr. did the show with us this morning, and knowing that we were going to talk to you, will you please, please, please? And I know you've told this to our our listening audience before, but Jr. has not heard because he doesn't listen to the morning show. <laughs> you have to tell. You have to tell your first show in alabama like you have to t- yes yes you have to tell it Chris. i never get to tell this anymore oh, I never so good. Anymore. and there's like three punchlines and if you forget any of them i'll remind you of them. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's got levels to this yes, it's it got does. levels to this i'm in college i'm at texas a&m university it's my first concert to have a ticket plane ticket to go anywhere to play a concert i've, I've traveled I've done a youth conferences, little weekends, youth church, at, but I've never gone on a plane to play a concert, so I'm so excited. It's Talladega, Alabama. First Baptist <laughs> Talladega, Alabama. Now, that doesn't mean anything to me coming from Texas A&M, um, but like, I am excited. So I, I, I land. The youth pastor picks me up, and he's like, man, I'm so excited. We're so excited that you're here. He said, I think we got 500 kids coming. It's going to be amazing. And I, and, I'm not, and I was like, I couldn't believe this. 500, 500 kids are coming to hear me play. That's like unbelievable to me i can't believe it he's like yeah and he goes it's incredible and he goes now when we get there he goes run your sound he goes i got one of the girls from our youth group who runs who runs our sound she's gonna be helping you do the sound so i was like okay so i get there the on stage and it's one of those if you remember the churches where like the sound is in the in the balcony and like and so i and the sound person in the balcony and i'm it's a little church and i'm in i'm up there and i realized quickly she knows she's 14 and she knows nothing about sound and so I'm just like, I'm up there just like playing. And, and finally she just says, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to go home. I don't know how this works. And I was like, okay. Um, and my, the, the, the music, he's minister comes up and he says, Hey man. Um, also, I need to tell you one other thing. Hoping the music minister doesn't come to this to He, he said, he, he hates your kind of music. And I was like, okay. And, uh, and he said, I just hope he doesn't come. And I was like, okay, I do too. And so, I spend the next two hours, like, I strum my guitar, I walk up in the balcony, I kind of adjust, I have a little drum machine, um, like a little <clears throat> drum machine going, I get that going, I'm a one-man band, you know, I walk up, I'm walking up in the balcony, I'm adjusting everything, I listen to them, I, I, I come down, I say something on the microphone, I'm like, I wonder if that's good enough, I'm adjust, it takes me, I'm just up and down, <laughs> trying to do this by myself, and as I am get finally get going, finally like, okay, this is going, out. first 500 kids coming, it needs to be kind of loud or whatever, this old guy so comes out in down the back of the church and he's walking down the back aisle and he's coming down the aisle and he's looking at me and he's just doing this as he's walking down the aisle. He's just hitting his ears. He's just slamming his ears like this. And he looks at me and he yells something and I can't really hear it. And he walks up to the balcony and he, everything I've done, all the mixing board, everything, he just pulls it, just turns it all, pulls it all, all down, turns it off. He looks at me and he's yelling at me from the, 
from the balcony. He goes, young man, young man, I'm the music minister of this church. I will not have music played like this at my church ever. He goes, I'll be running your sound tonight. And I was like, okay. He goes, what do you need? He hasn't said hello, didn't have his name, anything. He has asked me my name. What do you need? And I was like, I was like, well, God, basically what I just what, what I just spent two hours doing. And in uh, in the, and he said, uh, he said, um, I said, I got a drum machine here. He goes, no drums in this church, no drums in this church. I got an acoustic guitar. I need some guitar. He goes, never, no lie, Jerry. He goes, he goes, that's why it's acoustic. You don't plug them in. And I was like, um, I was like. Okay. He goes, no, he goes, no guitar. He goes, I'll give you a little bit of microphone. And he goes, just a little bit of microphone. And I'm thinking I got 500 kids coming. How in the world I've got just a little bit of microphone. I got no, just a little bit, no acoustic. That's a truly acoustic. And like, I was like, okay. So then he comes down, he walks down and he said, uh, he puts his hands on my shoulders, walks up on the stage, like shoulder to shoulder like this. Look straight in the face. He goes, uh, young man, I'm 55 years old and I still got my hearing because I don't listen to music like you listen to. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> he said, and he said, you, and he called me this, and this is a true statement. He goes, you are a bad steward of the human ear. <laughs> and he, and he kept saying it. He goes, you are being a bad steward of the human ear. The human, he kept saying human ear. The human ear, and I was like, "Okay." And he walks off, and he leaves, and I'm there by myself. The youth pastor is nowhere to be found. He is not anywhere around. He's he's gone. It's a concert at seven. It's getting close. It's probably six fifty-eight, six fifty-nine. When I say there's nobody there, there's not one person in the audience, not one. I look at the youth pastor, and I said, "Well, I said if they're all if there's five hundred coming, they must be coming in one car because there's not anybody here." Oh my god! And he said, "Well." He goes, well, I didn't want to tell you this because I already bought your plane ticket, but I actually, there's this big festival downtown and I actually don't think anybody's going to come because they're all at this festival downtown. He goes, but just wait, I've, I've uh, made some calls. And I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said, I've made some calls. So, he said, so these seven kids walk in and they walk in and they sit in the very back row. Back right. I'll never forget. I'm going to stand on stage at the back right. They're in the back right, very back row, seven kids, and they sit there and they put, they hold, they, they fold their arms, and they put their heads down, and they're just sitting there. And so what he's done is some of his youth, and he's made them come from the, with all the, from their friends at the festival. He's made them come to this thing, and they are so mad. And so they come and sit at the very back, just back row, mm-hmm. in, the, in the back, sitting there, not looking at me, not just, just with their heads down, like so mad they're there. And so I've got those seven guys and then I'm about to go on stage and he says, wait, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. And the, mm-hmm. and the door opens <laughs> and all these other kids start coming down and they come to the front a couple rows. And I was like, well, now we're getting somewhere. It's like, we've got like, we, we're packing this place in. It's like 30 kids and they come in. I was like, okay. And I'm not, but something's different. I was like, I don't, something uh, it doesn't fit. It does, it's just different. And I said, Hey man, tell me about these kids. He goes, well, we have the blind and deaf school down the road and we sent the bus oh, buses over and we brought all the kids over uh, from the blind and deaf school. The front two rows cannot see me or hear me. The back row is so mad I'm there. And I've got human ear steward running the sound up on the, up on the thing. And then the youth pastor says, okay, man, we're ready. 
and he's, first concert. His first, his first do con- not despise ah. humble That's beginnings. My, Garth, Garth Brooks calls him Hoss. And Garth Brooks calls him Hoss. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> that is my favorite story. That, is that it. the tapes by the nachos story? Yeah, I kept waiting for nachos. Yeah. Is that the tapes? The tapes are by the nachos? No, it was just a Doesn't couple. Know. It was okay. a couple of concerts down from that. Okay. That I played. And, uh, it was a couple of ones after that. And if, if that wasn't like an, uh, humble enough, right. that wasn't like I'm going to put you down enough. Right. Here's the next one. I'm, I'm, I do a, a fifth quarter, which they did in Texas. It was like after the football game, yeah. you go, the youth group comes and goes a thing. Well, there was about um, six people there. Six, <laughs> and I remember six people showed up and it was uh, me. And the guy grabs a microphone and to introduce the youth pastor. I'm like, there's uh, there's six people here. We don't need a mic. We can just we can all go. We can all get a booth at the Dairy Queen. We don't even need like he's like six people. He's like he's like he's like hey guys, so good to have Chris Tomlin here with us tonight. He goes, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great night. And he just there are just six kids, and he's like it's gonna be a great night. He goes uh, he goes he's got uh he goes he's got tapes in the back. If y'all want them, he goes I've heard it. It's pretty good. He said, they're over by the nachos. He goes, uh, so if you want to taste by the nachos, pretty good. He goes, would you welcome Chris Tomlin? And I. <laughs> I just needed to put a period at the end of the sentence because every interview I've ever done with you, I always end the interview by asking you if your dreams come true of getting to do a country album. And you always say, no, record label's not going to go for it yet. And now you've went and sort yeah. of done a backdoor deal you did it your way yes <laughs> did it my way yes did it my did it my way hey jr we did this with never told the labels all these we never even told them we just made the, made it and can you imagine the fiasco we went through trying to get this oh. thing out oh my <laughs> gosh and you can tell the story like you're you're it, you're in the florida and you go in to work out right don't you go into work out and tyler florida georgia yeah. lines yeah, so, in the gym so tell, so that tell, story. That story yeah, tell us that story yeah tell us that really fast a lot of people won't know that yeah, so so this thing had a, at its beginnings around Good Friday, which we can talk about in a minute uh, with Thomas. And then the, the week after that was um, I, I, I finished my tour and I go down to the beach with my family for a week for Florida, little uh, vacation. And I go into the, and I'm in this gym and I go to like exercise in the morning. And there's one other person in there and it's Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Line. And I was like, um, I recognize him. I wouldn't again. I wouldn't think he would know who I was. Uh, and so I walk up and I said, Hey, man. I'm Chris Tomlin. Just want to say hey and uh, introduce myself. And he's like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "I guess, dude, you don't even know what this means." And I was mm. like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "This is full circle in my life. This is so full circle in my life right now." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Bro, this funny. What we just talked about." And he goes, "I tell people all the time. There's the two people. I'm in, two reasons I'm in music is Chris Tomlin and Garth Brooks." <gasps> and uh, and uh, he's I was like, "What?" And he's like, uh, "He's like, yeah." He said, "Man, when I was in high school." And obviously, I felt my age. He goes, when I was in high school, I was started. I was I was all about your music, and I want to be a worship uh, leader in my in my youth group. So I was doing that all through high school, and then I got to college. He goes, my freshman year of college. This is all. This is happening this fast too. I have just said hello, by the way. This is this is how fast it's happened. This conversation. He goes, I and I get to college. He goes, and I went and I'm a freshman, and I go to uh, this pat this conference called Passion. And I'm, he goes, and I can tell you, I can take you to the very seat where I was sitting wow. and you were leading worship. And I thought, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. He goes, I get to college and I meet, I go to the Bible study at Belmont University in Nashville. I'm going to the Wednesday night Bible study. 
and this guy's leading worship and his name is Brian Kelly. And mm-hmm. I walk up and I said, Hey, I think we're supposed to do uh, some music together. I think we're supposed to do this together. So we started as a worship duo and we were doing playing on on churches, church on Wednesday nights. And we we're making about a hundred bucks a week. And we we're writing these country songs and the country song started, there's some, some start happening. And the, that the rest is history. We've changed our name to Florida Georgia line. And he said, but I'm telling you, he said, then our life exploded and all the things that come with that. He said, and, and God's really done, been doing a lot in my heart and doing, mm-hmm. doing a lot in me. He goes, and I walk into this gym of all the things God's been showing me lately. And you're standing here. Wow. And I just know God is t- talking to me and telling me that, um, you know, just speaking to me. And I guess I think he goes, I think we're supposed to make some music together. I think we should write some songs and just just see what happens. It would be so fun. What he goes, wouldn't it be fun to smash up this whole thing and just like see what happens. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, that would, I, I, I couldn't believe that. This was like five minutes in the conversation. So sure enough, the next morning I was thinking, well, that was an amazing conversation. I'll never hear from Tyler again. The next morning text from Tyler. Hey buddy, it's great to meet you yesterday. Uh, you want to start writing songs today? And I was like, okay, let's go. And uh, we started writing these, writing these songs, never thinking, we were going to be making a record. It wasn't like, hey, let's make a record together or something like that. It was just, let's write some songs and see what it sounds like. And um, and that's and it was just, it was the journey of journeys for me. I just never saw it coming. I'm telling you, some of those stories I will remember forever. Uh, before you become the world's most sung artist, of course you have a story. Being at a first show, and of course there's nobody there. Oh, and then of course somebody shows up, and of course they can't hear you because they have no hearing. Great, great story. Absolutely loved it, and uh, running into Florida Georgia line like that at a whatever it was, 24-hour fitness is a true miraculous moment. So thank you so much to Chris Tomlin for the time. Don't forget, you can hit subscribe to get alerted anytime there's new content for the JR Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. We love when you tell others that this is a thing and exists. Give five stars if you like. We love that. Thank you to Lex, the producer, for piecing all this together. Uh, We'll be back next week with a new episode, so don't forget to hit subscribe to be alerted. Thanks for listening. Peace.